Hey guys, today I sat down with uh, my buddy Garber. Well, not really sat down. He lives in Colorado, so we zoomed over today and uh, recorded a podcast just about sports. I'm going to start doing some more podcasts. Uh, I want to do some at least once a week to touch on some sports and pop culture stuff. So hopefully you guys like what we have to say about uh, our hatred for the Vegas Knights and some basketball, some baseball talk. Um, sit back, listen up, and uh, let me know what you think. And then I can edit later. And we can uh, fuck with it and see what's going on. So, I want to know what this fucking uh, stat is that the Giants have. Uh, so, there's only been two pitchers uh, that have faced uh, starting pitchers that have faced the Giants and have gone at least seven innings in sixty in seventy games now. Really? Ooh. Yeah. You said seventy in seventy games this season. Two pitchers have gone seven innings. That's fucking crazy. Right. So where are they going to stand when it comes to the long stretch? Do I mean they still need they they need help in the bullpen? That's you know that's a given. Um, right. They need another starting pitcher. You, you know, uh, I think people would pick them to be sellers at the trade deadline, but I think they're going to be buyers. They have to be buyers. They need you, you know they're doing too good. At the beginning of the season, I would have thought they would have been sellers, but now the way that it's going, they have to be buyers. They they right. they have to do it for the push. They're contenders right now. Right. Um, I don't see San Diego making it as far as the Giants or the Dodgers, but if they don't if they don't acquire at least a starter, they're going to be hurting. Exactly, and you know every fifth start right now is a bullpen game for them because Logan Webb he's been dealing with a, a nagging side injury, nagging leg injury. He's just had he's been dinged up a little bit, and then Cueto he's good every seventh start, but I mean they're stuck with that contract, and there's nothing that they can do with him because he's pretty much worthless. I mean, do you dump him for trade picks or throw him in the bullpen? I mean, there's not much they can really do, and we don't have the arms in the minor league that we trust, you know, to bring up at this point. I've always liked Cueto in the bullpen, though. I mean, if if you guys can get a starter for cheap, like a decent starter for cheap, I would throw Cueto in the bullpen. That way you have that arsenal just to keep you going down the long stretch, and you don't have to rely on a specific closer as bad. Right. Well, because it's been it's kind of been closer by committee. One day it's McGee, the other day it's Rogers. You know, and Rogers he's a submarine kind of a guy, so he's got a funky arm angle, and he gets he gets a lot of outs with that funky arm angle. Right. You know, he has that this kind of a frisbee kind of a pitch that guys just swing through it. And uh, you know, McGee he's just a hard thrower. He'll throw ninety plus every single pitch. You know, but you know, unfortunately with that. You know, it's straight down the middle, and you know, you know, he's just going to make a mistake with it sooner or later. Right. No, no, that's and that's that's true. What's the biggest uh, outside of the the Giants being as good as they are? What's the biggest surprise this baseball season you've seen? The biggest what now? Surprise this uh, this biggest, season. This biggest surprise for me is how you know how bad the Yankees are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's just, that's surprising to me. Like with that lineup, there's no way they should be this, you know, blah, you know, they're, they're a 500 team at best. And it's, I think they're, they're really dinged up. They're really beat up. Well, they're, they're, they're hurt a lot, but do you think a lot of it has to do with their strikeouts and how they're always trying to swing for the home runs just for that 
aspect because that's what Stanton's known for. Yeah, he's a great player, but he's always swinging and Judge, always swinging right. for the freaking fences at every time. Not worried about small ball uh, baseball. They're just trying to get the home runs. Right. And and you know and I think that has a lot to do with it, but I think a lot of it has to do with the Yankees manager and his style of baseball. It's the home run ball or nothing. You, right. you know, if you can't if you can't hit the ball uh, five hundred feet, then you're worthless to him. Oh, for you know? sure. It's uh, uh, it's 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 amazing how inept you know how baseball has kind of evolved into this you know it's all about the launch angle it's all about the big the big hit i mean the giants through 70 games this year have 100 home runs on the season right and you know that's an insane stat to me um but you know like i would say i would say yeah that would be the yankees for me that would be the craziest you know the craziest thing to come out just how middle of the row they are and that's that's exactly it i mean if if you look at the standings right now they would be destroyed by a national league team and that's exactly. what's that's what's hard i mean they even if they were to pull it out they wouldn't they wouldn't win a series i think the biggest thing for me is how bad arizona is right <laughs> like <laughs> i mean they had a seven nothing lead and blew it yeah and blew that lead and they ended up losing uh nine eight i mean seven nothing and they just I, I, you know, my mom asked me, why do you think they're so bad? It's, it's a number of things. They, they completely exploded their team. They, they blew it up and they said, Hey, we're going, we're, we're rebuilding, but they didn't need to rebuild. They just needed to retool. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's ownership just being cheap. Hey, we don't want to pay Paul Goldschmidt. We don't want to pay, uh, um, we don't want to pay these guys a ton of money. Well, which it kind of makes no sense because they threw a ton of money at Bumgarner, and that guy he can't pitch his way out of a paper bag at this point in his career. No, you, you know, like uh, there's no smoke on the mountain anymore. It's just, it's just wait for the uh, wait for the uh, lazy fastball to come up, you know, over the middle of the plate and just smack it out of the ballpark. So, yep. you know, he uh, used everything he had in San Francisco, rightfully so, because he got his championships. But it's it's not the same anymore. Do you think but, Matt Cain? since you're a Giants fan, is a Hall of Famer? Uh, he's the Hall of really, really good. You, you know, I mean, he had a perfect game. He's got three championships. But, you know, I think uh, he could get it on his ERA because – or, or you know, based on his run supports, you know, his run support status, he didn't get a lot of run support as a Giant. Right. Honestly, he just – he he left games with like a one nothing lead and would end up losing a game, you know, or would end up losing a game one nothing, would pitch immaculately and lose a game one nothing. Like he was just a hard luck pitcher. Yeah. Um for the longest time. I mean, I don't think he, that's a tough one. You know, I don't know if he gets in first first round, maybe on his last chance, based on the postseason numbers, based on how uh, dominant he was in the postseason because he's one of the, uh, one of two guys that have never that never gave up a, a an earned run in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, him and Bum are the two guys that haven't given up a run in the playoffs, and that's that's kind of unheard of in this day and age. Right, right. No, and that's you know? that that's that's true. That's true. So. I have to just... I don't have a transition from baseball to hockey, dude. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. I saw a weird statistic. Before we jump into how we hate the Knights and 
anybody but Vegas. Yeah. I saw a weird statistic. Not even a statistic. It's just a comparison. Um, Alexander Ovechkin's salary from the 2019 to 2020 season, how much was it? Do you know? I don't know. $10 million. Do you know how much Logan Paul made in 2020? How much? $20 <laughs> Did he make that off of one fight? <laughs> I don't think he fought. He didn't fight Mayweather till a couple weeks ago. Right, and that's true. That's that was true, the yeah. other brother who was fighting. So it's like, oh, okay. So uh, twenty million compared to Ovi. Uh, Ovi's ten, right. which is fucking crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Now, but, uh, who do you what 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 player in the NHL should be in the Hall? That's not. That's not. <sighs> God, I can't put me on the spot with this one. 100% did. Now, I saw this on Instagram with Spittin' Chicklets, and they asked this question, and I disagree with a lot of the people, but this is my personal bias coming through. A lot of yeah. people said Jeremy Roenick. I hate Jeremy Roenick with a passion. And, right. But he is a good player. He is a great player. Izzy Hall, I would put him up there with Matt Cain of the Hall of Really, Really Good. But right. I don't think that he's Hall worthy. Um so it's 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 hard to know who who deserves to be in the hall cuz I had this conversation with my buddy Will that nowadays I don't think that it's skill that gets you into any sort of hall of fame. Right. I think it's more of a popularity contest rather than just right. the 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 talent, you know what I mean? Uh right. personally bias aside because he did play for the Sharks, my pick is Danny Heatley. Yeah, I think I Danny Heatley is a great player. Was a great player. Um, I think he's a person that should be in the hall. I, th- I mean, you know, speaking of sharks, I think you know Owen Nolan. I think he should be in the hall. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I mean, he he played hockey the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a tough guy when you needed him. He could score goals. He could dish the puck out. And you know, he played in that kind of in between era. Between you, you know, I kind of I view hockey in between eras. You know pre-lockout and post-lockout, you know, when, right. um, you, you, you know, and he played that in-between time, and, you know, the rules changed on him suddenly. You know, he's one of those generational players that, you, you know, had to endure these rule changes, just like guys with the helmets, you know, had to endure that rule change. You know, right. some people got grandfathered in, other people didn't, but the rules that changed after the lockout, you know, there was no more two-line passes anymore. That rule was you know they they nixed that rule you, you know they nixed a ton of uh a ton of you know styles that he had grew up playing and now he has to play a completely different style and he was still just as dominant yeah you know so i think owen nolan should be in the hall of fame like i, I don't understand why he's not you know i would put him in over uh you know ronick there's only six sharks that are in the hall of fame two yeah. of which i don't really count as sharks three of them i don't even count as sharks because if you think of Rob Blake, what team do you think of that he played for? Uh, think of him as like an avalanche. I <laughs> see. I go Kings, but even that that's not that's not a shark. What about uh, Larionov? Uh, who? Uh, Igor Larionov. Uh, Larionov. Detroit. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, and what about Timu Solani? Come on now. Timu Solani, 100% should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, <laughs> he was a duck for most of his career, right? Uh, he was a duck and a jet. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He should be in the Hall. <laughs> and then, I mean, obviously the ones that you have, I mean, I don't even count Ed Belfour as a Shark because he was one year with the Shark or with the right. Sharks. 
Um, but and then Doug Wilson, which is apparently the the Sharks' golden boy because they're not getting rid of him, and that's why I can't be a Sharks fan while he's GM. I can't do it. I, I sent you that freaking um, that that image that was sent to me of which let me go find it of who the hell the Sharks are looking at or or who would be a good fit for the Sharks, and that is just Mitch Mariner. Mitch Mariner, uh, Nylander, of of course, you know to bail out Jones, we're gonna we're gonna get Cam Talbot. Because that's a fucking all-star goalie. I, right. I like the kid that we have um, in the minors. I don't, I can't, I don't know his name off the top of my head. But I saw him in a couple games this year, and, and he he has potential. We're right. stuck with Jones's contract, so we have to make him the starter. I understand right. that. We are stuck with Eric Carlson. See, okay, but I gotta stop you right there. I hate that. I hate when teams say that he's under contract. We're paying him money. He has to start. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have to start if he's not getting the job done. You bench him. You well, it, well, another, he should, they should they should bench him until he does get the job done. But if you're paying out the ass for him, then you're like, okay, well, I don't want to fucking. I'd rather lose with it with the money that I'm paying than a, a rookie that is just gonna. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of a catch twenty two. But they need a good tandem because Jones right. is good. He's just streaky. So when he's on his down part, you need a hot goalie. Dubnik right. wasn't it, and Cam Talbot is definitely not. If he's been lit up ever since he's been in the West. Right. Well, and it, you know, like when uh, uh, when the uh, Oilers traded, they they traded Cam Talbot. It was just it was Cam Talbot for who was it? They, it was no, it was it was my lord. Was I that when they switched over from Mike Smith to Cam Talbot with Calgary, and they just like flopped? Yes, goalies? that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, it was just like literally this for that. Yeah. Cam Talbot, you know. Uh, and Mike Smith, it was like, dude, you're getting this for that. It's they're identical goalies. They're both the same. They crack under pressure the same. Yep. You know, um, and I just, I, I, I don't understand what some GMs think, but I, I don't. I just have to disagree. I would rather, you know, throw a rookie out there who's hot, who's gonna win you, who's gonna steal you games, yeah, and make you relevant, than have go with the guy and we're throwing a ton of money at. Right, you, you know, but yeah, I mean, I mean, but it just goes back to you know Wilson's ineptitude and in, in giving guys what they want because that's what they want, right? And then you know they have no incentive to perform, you, you know. Yeah, he went from if you've won a cup, you're a perfect shark because you can get us the right recipe to get there, to just being a player pleaser, to trying to stick with the small, fast guys instead of the big bodies to make room for the scorers. Eric Carlson right. is when he's healthy, he's a he's a good player. He's a great player. Right. We need Captain Eric from Ottawa. Right. I would put the C on Carlson and make him run the team instead of Couture. Right. I don't think Couture is a good captain. I'm really hoping that Seattle takes Brent Burns. Even yeah. though I love Burns, but right. take Burns, take that god awful contract, and even Vlasic, you know what I mean? Like, like take one of them. And I would, I would prefer Burns because he, he, I think, is the definition of the word turnover. Yeah. And you can't have him and Carlson out there because Carlson is borderline the same way. So right. if we can get rid of Burns and not re-sign Patty as much as I love Patty, um, right. to get the bodies, we need the Ryan Close back. We need the Crankshaft right. back. We need those players to make room. Right. And you need everybody, and everybody else is already stepping up. Timo's stepping up. Hurdle's still there. Kane even showed promise. Right. 
But I think that you have to build around Carlson and Kane because Doug Wilson wants to give out, here's your $90 million contract for 17 years right. with a no trade clause because that's what we do here in San Jose. So right. fuck it. But it's not, but you know, but with San Jose, it's not about winning championships or putting, you know, it's about being really, really, really good up until it counts. And then, oh, you know, whatever, there's always next year. Yeah. You know, but there has to come a time where, you know, as Sharks fans, you have to stand up and be like, when's enough? Some, when, when, when is enough enough? You, you know, like, I mean, I agree you should build around Carlson. He's got potential, but does he have the heart? I, I just didn't see it in the games he played Colorado last year. Like, he just, his heart wasn't in it. I think his heart is starting to shine because he went in a press release and he's, or a press conference and he said that he did not come to San Jose for a rebuild. He came right. to San Jose because he knows what they're capable of and he's pissed off for the direction of the team, which I agree. Now, when you said, when are Sharks fans going to say enough is enough, out of the Bay Area who goes to games, how many Sharks fans, hockey fans, do you think there are? Now, as much as I hate Vegas, Sharks fans are maybe three to five steps ahead of Vegas with understanding hockey. Yeah. Sharks fans don't become – I can't say all of them because there are a lot of diehards. I mean, clearly I'm in the, I'm from the Bay. I'm, I'm a huge hockey fan. But there's a lot of fans that didn't start watching hockey or don't start watching hockey, and they'll admit to it until the Sharks are in the playoffs. Oh, playoff hockey is the best hockey. It is. Oh, that's when the Sharks are. Okay, cool. But you don't understand what's happening prior right. to and why they're doing it. Oh, they were so good all year. What happened? Well, I can tell you what happened, but you're not understanding and seeing what's happening day in and day out, and that's it's, it's fucking frustrating. So. Right. I don't know. I think I have to go. If I'm not going to go Colorado, I got to go back to Detroit where Stevie is, dude. I, I love Iserman. I, I got I to gotta rock with my dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to go Detroit. Why? I, you know, I think, honestly, Detroit's going to be really good, you know, uh, this next season. I think they're going to do better. They'll be in the correct – they'll be in their correct league, and I think they'll, they'll be probably – they could be a playoff contender down the stretch. I think they're they're building towards something. They're basically they're pretty much where Colorado was five seasons ago. They need a goalie. Know, just was that? They need a goalie. They do. Yeah. Who they, is they, it? Bernier they, right now is that their main goalie? Is Jonathan yeah. Bernier? Yeah. See, no, nah, mm-hmm. he's not a starter. He's like, a good backup. Right. Because that's where he's at in the stadium. I mean, he played for the Avalanche like when the Avs were in the middle of their rebuild before he picked up. Bart Verlama from uh, Washington. Yeah. Bernier was our starter. He was our backup when we had our cup run against Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you know, but I think like teams like that and teams like the Ducks, they pick up these veteran goalies to kind of, you know, save face with fans a little bit. You, you know, they, um, they're, they're guys, their names you can recognize. You, you right. know, you're like, oh, I, I want to see this guy play. It could be his last season. I kind of I kind of feel bad for Miller because of how, you know, because he had to play in Anaheim. He had to play in a lot of, you know. Miller had shit teams his... his entire career. Shit teams. Right. And right. when he went to the Ducks, that was his only chance. And the Ducks yeah. just decided, like, you know, we're not going to play hockey anymore. So right. Buffalo to Vancouver to Anaheim is a horrible fucking run. <laughs> right, right. But you know, I think he deserved more accolades than what he got. You know, honestly, I mean, he, oh, he he's a great goalie. Go- was that? He's a great goalie. He was. He's probably, you know, arguably the best American goalie ever to play the game. You, you know, for us, he maybe won us. He won us a couple of gold. Won us a gold medal. One, you, you know, I mean, he, he's just. I mean, there's there's never going to be another guy like him. American-born I mean, goalies. Pretty- who do you put, Miller or Quick? 
Oh, I play Miller. You play Miller over Quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I I would pick Miller over Quick because I can't stand Quick. Oh, I hate Quick too. Stand him because he plays so freaking low. He plays dirty. Like he plays like Quick always plays so low and he seems so big and net and I don't get it. Yeah. I just he just style just stresses me out. Where Miller, he's you know side to side, he's big, he's always in position, he's never too low, never too high, he's always just right there, ready to you know ready to make that. Uh, make that save unless it's Rantanen going, you know, off the back of his head, which happened twice this season. <laughs> right. Like the second time it happened, you know, you can see the life in his eyes just die. Went, Are you serious? Oh, for sure. Can you just do that to me again? <laughs> I I think Quick is the is the type of goalie that for me I hate to play against him in his prime, but right. I would love him on on my team like Rafi Torres. Hundred percent hated Rafi Torres when he was. Not a shark, but when he was a shark, I'm like, oh fuck, dude, Rafi's amazing, and it's the right. same thing. I think I, I think Rafi has the same, or I, I can't say it like that. I think Kadri uh, has the same reputation as Torres, yeah, and that's why he got that eight game suspension, which right. fucked the Avalanche out of the playoffs, right. and right. that's shitty. You know, like I, 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 like you know, like I was telling Abby, who's sitting right next to me, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, like I was telling Abby, you, you know, like it changed the makeup of the team. Yeah, they, yeah, they thumped them the first game, but it was against the goalie who hadn't played in like what ten games. Yeah, um, it, you know that second game, yeah, they got the Abs got lucky, but they needed that. They needed a that physicality, and they just didn't have it, and that's what Kadri brings. Should have Kadri have gotten suspended? Hundred percent should have been suspended. It was it was a hit to the head. You know, as much as hockey fans say, "Oh, they're 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 pussifying hockey." That's what the NHL is trying to say. They're trying to save guys' careers. You know, and if they can eliminate head hits, okay, I'm all for it. Yeah. But he didn't deserve eight games. No, I mean we've seen Tom Wilson do a, go a thousand times. You know, worse. I you think know, that's what Brian, frustrated uh, me the most. Reeves go worse. If Wilson worse. got suspended accordingly, or right. if Reeves got suspended accordingly, right. I'd be okay with the Kaji suspension. But the right. NHL is handing... They're trying to hand a cup to Vegas because that's their moneymaker because of where they're at. Exactly. Exactly. They, they, they have to... You know, which really kind of worries me about the Raiders being in Vegas, you, you know, like because the Raiders, they don't have the money that they used to have uh, because, you know, Mark is not out, you know, period. Right. Mark is not out. He doesn't have his dad's money. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I is the NFL going to try to do that because they want they want to keep the fans they have? I kind of see Vegas, you know, Vegas fans, they're spoiled. They really don't know what hockey is for the most part anything you know that goes wrong they're booing automatically you, you know um i i can't stay it just the everything about them feels gimmicky to me you know right. it feels like it's a gimmick it's all about the atmosphere it's all about the show rather than looking at the product as a whole what's on the ice they have a decent team but i don't think they're uh, this team should be a cup contender they have a like, decent team because they cherry picked the fucking team, and that's not fair that they're not part of the expansion draft. Right. And see, and, and you know, okay, like like their justification is they don't get any of that six hundred and fifty million. So but how's that fair? Now I have to watch my watch the Avalanche lose somebody. Um I think uh I think Eric Johnson's gonna go because they're because uh, he said uh that he'll waive his no trade clause for uh, you know, which, you know, 
classy guy. He knows his, you know, he knows his time is off. Uh, Ryan Graves is just way too good. Bowman's just way too good. Um, uh, you know, um, McCarr, that McCarr guy, if you didn't know, is really, really good. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, that McCarr guy is really, really good. And he, you know, and Eric Johnson's an older guy, and he knows that his time is short with the Avalanche, and the Avs have to really be very careful with how they navigate this offseason, you, you know. So they need to get rid of that contract, you know. So they're going to probably make him available. Uh, Tyson Jost is kind of – he's an unrestricted free agent this year. Um, I kind of think the Avalanche, he's expendable because he's kind of a middle-of-the-row guy. Um, he's he's not, like, lights out. He does – you know, he does enough to stay in on a big league hockey team, but he doesn't do enough – to justify giving him a big contract um i think he can be expendable because you know we have we have to resign grubauer like that's a must we have to sign resign landeskog that's a must um mccarr his contract got to get figured out as well i mean between those three guys you're looking at a 30 million cap hit potentially per year between just those three guys right uh brandon sod that's a he's an unrestricted free agent after this year but he'll be cheaper because um, yeah. he's old now right i mean i mean sod i mean i like him he brought he brought the depth we needed uh when other he brought the scoring depth that we needed later on in the season when guys were just not not producing like they should have um but I think he's expendable. I don't think he's a top priority. Um, you know, if I had to rank my priorities, uh, for sure, McCarr. Uh, McCarr's deal is going to get done no matter what. Um, I go McCarr, Skog, and then Grubauer in, in that order. You know, you have to get those three guys. I think uh, because I don't think uh, Francois is going to be 100% to start next year. And I don't think Francois is the goalie of the future for Colorado, um, you know, just because of his, you know, <laughs> Because he's not—he's not a young guy. I think he's going to be. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, let's see, yeah, he's—he's he's thirty-one, and he'll be in his second league, uh, second year in the league this year. Yeah, you know, uh, you know. So Francois is not—is um, not quite a guy that you want. You, you, you're going to be able to ride for four or five seasons. I mean, he maybe has two or three. I mean, Grubauer, he's proven himself, but, you know, he just, again, like going back to that Vegas, I've had, I've had time to process that Vegas series. They just didn't have the grit to, to be able to match Reeves, to be able to match the tenacity of Vegas. Because Vegas, as much as I bitch and moan about Vegas and how much as I, as I hate them, they're a gritty team. You know, they, they they work those guys they they work hard and you know i i think that if kadri was available it would have been a different series i think that the avalanche would 100 percent have moved on from that series would have forced a game seven and would have moved on well they potentially um, have a freaking all-star in every single line with right. march assault stone uh patchy ready right there alone that's huge to have and then right. you throw in the defense of McNabb or Tuck or anything, dude. It, it's it's fucking just it, it's it's over. And I think, however, I do think that Vegas has two more years in them before they're shit. Right. That's when Flurry's going to go out. That's when Flurry's going to be done. And 
that's when they go down because flurry is what keeps them in games. As great exactly. as they are, as gritty as they are, as fast as they are, just like I said, how they have an all star on every team, they have an all star on every line. They have an all star on every line who wants I, to be that guy, and that's too much ego. And everybody's swinging their dick around, and right. that's not going to work forever. It's going right. to fuck them over. Right. Well, and you know, like you said, uh, there have been games where Abby and I have been watching, and uh, you know, against the Knights, and Flurry's just on. You know, when he's on, he's an amazing goalie to watch. Probably one of my easily one of my all time favorite goalies to sit and watch, just because he's just he's pretty much just fucking Spider-Man, you know, in goal. Like, just some of the stuff he does, it's like, how did he make that save? You you know? Oh, for sure. In their prime, who's a better goalie? Fleury or Brodeur? Brodeur. Brodeur. I think Brodeur was better. Think Brodeur was better? (laughs) Honestly, Brodeur was better. Like, like, there's nobody that was, there's nobody that's ever going to come close to his, you know, his, his wins record. There's nobody that's ever going to be, it's just, it's just never going to happen. I don't know. You know, people said Gretzky's goal, you know, uh, you know, his goals, his goals record was never going to be hit. And, you know, here's Ovechkin just chipping away at it. I think Ovechkin passes him in three seasons. If Ovechkin passes him, he's the only person I think I'd be okay with that passed him. But. Anybody who passes Gretzky, like let's say Ovechkin passes him in three years, like you said, there's going to be, an, in my mind, there's going to be an asterisk there that he'll still be the second greatest player. Right. Gretzky did it in how long? How many right. seasons? And it take Ovechkin how many seasons? Like there's a huge factor in there right. that has to be looked at. Right. That's like LeBron uh, making all these records now in the NBA and say, okay, cool. He's top dog and just chipping away at points and blah, 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 blah. But... How long did it take you to get there? If anybody right. plays for 25 years, they're going to fucking You're gonna lead some something. Records. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What about oh, Jumbo? What, what's what's next for Jumbo? Where does he go? I don't know. Uh, I, I honestly, I mean, if he wants to come to Colorado, I'd be okay with that. He'd look good in that sweater, but I don't right? think he would come to Colorado. Uh, honestly, I think probably Florida. I think Florida would be a good spot for him. Um, is that just because you know, it's close to the, some... the retirement capital? Yep. Yeah. Right on. Right on. <laughs> uh, the the Panthers, I think, would be a good fit for Jumbo. I mean, he would bring some. He would bring. He definitely brings age wherever he goes. But I think he would bring a lot of knowledge to that to that young team. You know, he would bring a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, you know, he he would be basically a player coach, right? You, you know, and that's what he is at this point in his career. I think he's gonna. I think he'll be probably one of the guys to probably coach as soon as he retires. I'd be surprised if he didn't get a job coaching because he's so good with his teammates. He's so good with uh, other players. You know, he's just. um, I just saw this. I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, Jason Spezza signed a one-year deal with Toronto. Really, seven hundred and fifty thousand. So, do you think they're going to sign Jumbo too and just bring the old crew back? Why would run? you bring that? Why? Why would you do that if you're Toronto? I mean, you haven't won a playoff series in what twenty five years now. And, I and, think it looks know, good on paper. Realistically, if you look at their squad, it looks good on paper. Now, just like Kadri's suspension changes the dynamic of the series with Vegas, does Tavares's injury? change Toronto 
No. No, I think Toronto still loses that series because Toronto, for whatever reason, they like you said, you know, with Vegas guys swinging their dicks around, I think that's what's happening in Toronto. There's something going on in that locker room that nobody's talking about. There has to be there has to be a disconnect between what guys are making and what guys are doing on the ice, you know, and what goes on behind closed doors. Because there's no way that a, a team that that's that talented can be that inept in the playoffs. Right. There's just no way. Yeah. I, I mean, so there's something that has to be going on. Does that, you know, is that, does that come from coaching? Does that come from, you know, guys just their egos are too big and they're just playing selfish hockey? Right. I, I don't know. I think but so. I don't think I don't think Traveris makes a difference because for whatever reason, like because Toronto's been there, done that for the last couple of seasons, and something hap- something happens when they get to the playoffs and they just don't know how how do I hockey? You, right. you know, I mean the intensity ramps up in, in playoff hockey. You know that's for sure. Guys play hurt, but th- th- there has to be something deeper than that. That's the equivalent of Connor McDavid disappearing, just like Patrick Marleau did every year he was in the playoffs. Right, right. I mean, it, some guys just can't, you know, handle the pressure. I mean, you got shut you down know? by Winnipeg. Like that's a right. huge factor to me. Like, oh, as great as you are, I mean, and that's that's like what we talked about before the the points record that he or that he set this year. As great as it is, you only played the North. Right. That doesn't happen every year because you're playing actual teams. That's why I'm I'm actually excited for this round of playoffs because neither one of these teams have seen each other until this round and then right. obviously the stanley cup final is going to be just as good because they haven't seen each other i'm surprised right. montreal took a game away from vegas i still think montreal is going to lose in six <sighs> i think if okay if and it's a big if if montreal wins this series it'll be because Kerry price has played out of his board he's yeah. just he's just he's just been the man and vegas can't solve him that's the only way that the Canadians have a chance. But that being said, I think I think uh, I, I honestly think Vegas is going to move on in five, you know, five or six games. I would love Montreal to move on just because I love Carey Price and I love Shea Weber. Right. I would love for them to go. I mean, as, as, as just like we've seen everywhere, as boring as it would be. Montreal and New York would be a great series just because it's been how long since either one has been there. You know what I mean? Um, but I think Tampa has the best chance of beating Vegas. Right. I don't think they're going to be able to solve Vasilevsky, dude. He's, he is just on it right now and it's too freaking much. Right. But I don't know. Now I thought about this when you brought up the Raiders. If you're the Raiders, do you walk away from Carr? Because Carr just said he'd quit or retire if he gets traded from Vegas. Right. Awesome. You want to be a Raider for life? That's great. I respect that. Blah, blah, blah. However, you're not any better than your brother. Right. And we need to win. Right. <laughs> we, we need, you know, like, you know, I'm a little more hesitant to dump Carr because that man has been through so much turmoil so many coaching changes, so many different playbooks, so many different, you know, big headed personalities coming at him, yelling at him, screaming at him. Um, I, I mean, I think, I think they give him this season. And if he 
if he leads them to an eight, another eight and eight year, um, if they miss the playoffs this year, he's done. Yeah. They have to move on from him. They need to go a different direction because, you know, with, you know, you have the wide receivers that they have, you have rugs, you have, um, oh my Lord, why am I blanking on his name right now? Running back. Jacobs. Oh my Lord. Uh, let me look it up real quick. You're talking about Jacobs, right? Yeah, Jacobs. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you have Jacobs. Uh, you, you know, you have all these pieces. You, he has all of these weapons. You have the, and you know, for whatever reason, he's still kind of timid in that pocket. You know, he still doesn't want to make that big pass because he doesn't want to make a mistake. But you know, a guy like Ruggs, who has great separation speed, has great separation. You know, I, I, I you got to take those take those chances because. You know, nine times out of ten, I think Ruggs will win that uh, battle against any DB in the league because right. he's just that quick to the ball, and he's got great hands. You know, um, you know, and then you have to just hand the ball off to Jacobs. I mean, he doesn't really have to do much other than facilitate, and I don't think he facilitates the offense very well. Um, I think John Gruden's style of offense is kind of it kind of it doesn't work with Carr's game because Carr's not. Uh, you know, he never really he's never really been a deep threat guy. He's been five to fifteen yards most. You know, do enough with the football to get enough first downs, get in the get in the red zone and try to score a touchdown. Yeah. You know. And that's kind of what he's been all season. With uh, I mean his entire career. Right. You know, but I, I think that I, I'm giving him one more year before I'm like, nope, draft a quarterback, find somebody find his replacement. I think that with with that the biggest the biggest weapon that Carr has is Waller. Yeah, that's my favorite um, target that he has. Yeah, um, and I think that if they utilize Waller and Jacobs in a way, it's going to free up Rugs, and they're going to be able to go. Uh, I right. think they have the potential to. They're not going to. They're not going to win the division. That's that. That's just right. not going to happen. Kansas City is just going to take it. Um, but I still think that they can make a splash. Right. Uh, they're going to they're gonna be second for a while. I, I, I yeah. think they're going to be second for a while. Right. Well, and as we saw last season, the Raiders and Chiefs, was act, the both games were actually really fun football games. They were really good games to watch. Right. You know? I mean, so, so these two teams kind of match up, you know, uh, match up really well. I think on the – the Raiders keep signing a whole bunch of uh, uh, corners and – I don't know like how how they're gonna have an offensive line with just you know <laughs> right. to protect Carr um, because Carr's not much of a runner. I mean, he ran uh, he ran a handful of times, and one of the times he ran last season, he pulled his groin. Yeah. so he doesn't run a lot. No. You know, <laughs> no, no. I think that that they can uh, if they if they can give him the the patience that he needs in the pocket. I think that they'll be a dominant team. Right. Um, because they did, they beat the Chiefs last year, and they were close the second time. So that was a uh, that was a good that's that shows a, a lot of promise to me. Right. Um, but I'm more can I'm I don't want to say concerned because I'm not concerned. I don't really give a shit. But I'm I'm intrigued to know what the Niners are going to do with Jimmy G. I think they keep him. They have to until he gets hurt. You They've been to trying to him. trade him this entire offseason, and nobody wants it. Right. 
I mean, you have to keep him, and I think I think you're, he, he's your starter. And I think the Niners messed up royally in the draft. I I I, I they should have got. I thought they should have picked up Fields. Yeah. I thought a Fields would have been a perfect fit for the 49ers. Um, just because you know he can run with the ball, he's an accurate passer. He's you know he's not afraid because like like you know ever since Michael Vick, that has been your prototypical quarterback. Outside of like whatever you know, demon Tom Brady sold his soul to. Um, you have to be able to run with the football as a passer. You know, you have to be able to um, you have to be able to scramble in the pocket. There's there's really not much of a, a, you know, you have five seconds of the pocket and the ball's gone. You have maybe a half a second, you know, if that, before a guy's in your face. Yeah. So you, you have to you have to be able to scramble. Right. You know, but I think uh, Jimmy G, I mean, he's, he's a pretty boy, you know. He doesn't want to play. I don't think his heart is in football. He plays football, but I don't think he, he's, his, his heart is in it. No. I mean, you know, that, that meltdown against the Chiefs shows that. I mean, right. if he if he had made one more play, I mean, I think who knows? Maybe the Niners win that Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I think the Chiefs just wanted it more. I think so. You know what's what I'm excited to see this next year is uh, Najee Harris from Antioch. Yeah. Um, I think I just was it Bo Jackson that tweeted it out that said that the coach had to tell him to leave because he was still there hours after practice working. And trying to yeah. get it down and trying, I'm like, dude, that that work ethic you're not going to find, right? And that's that talking about Najee. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're never going to see another running back that works as hard as Najee does. No, like that dude, that dude, he is a he's he's a machine. Like at Alabama, that dude was a machine. You can give him the football, and that man could do things with the ball. I haven't seen since Bo Jackson, right? Honestly, like I haven't seen. Um, I haven't seen a pure runner or a pure running running back since Bo Jackson. That's Najee Harris right there. Yeah. Like he, he will flat out, you don't even care if you're like six, five, 300 pounds, he will run you over if he has to. And if he has to be nimble, he's nimble in the pocket. You know, he's a big dude, but he is so nimble. I mean, he can hurdle a guy. He hurdled the guy in the championship game just because, you know, (laughs) (laughs) well, that'll be good. I, I think, I think, you know, um, He's he got drafted by what uh, Pittsburgh wasn't Pittsburgh, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Roethlisberger. Here's your game plan: give the ball to Najee. Yeah. You know, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. You do that, you're good to go. I'm 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 really excited to see that one play out. Um, but that's that's down the road. Right now, my focus is on Vegas losing, right, and the Suns winning, right. I want Phoenix to win. I mean, I know that they're going against your Nuggets and whatnot, and um, and that's hard. But I really like Devin Booker, and I really like Chris Paul. And Chris Paul has the worst luck when it comes to the championship, and right. now he's out with COVID. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I want the Suns to win because I, you know, just you know, based off of what they were building last year in the bubble, they went undefeated in the bubble, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, yeah, this this team's legit." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think the Suns. I, you know, I'm not a big basketball guy. I haven't been a big basketball guy since Jordan left. You know, but I think the Suns are a fun team, and it's not. It's not LeBron. It's not Kawhi. It's not you know. It's not the Spurs. It's not the Golden State Warriors. It's somebody new, and I, I I like that aspect that it's it's finally somebody 
somebody that can dethrone you know the norm is you this know. the the I know it's the first time since 2010 that LeBron or Curry aren't in the finals and I think it's the first time since 1998 I want to say that the uh, Lakers Spurs Warriors aren't in the final that's insane and that's in that and that, that's what basketball needs I think like for me, like seeing the same teams over and over and over again, it's boring. You know, it, it, it's like the Yankees. We, you know, we love it when the Yankees lose because that's all because all they do is win championships. Yeah, that's why we like it when the Goliath finally falls because yeah. it's like okay, somebody can get their 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 dues. Like Chris Paul, the I mean, name another player that's more deserving of a championship than Chris Paul. Can't. You know, you can't find that guy. Yep. He plays basketball the right way. He's like, he's like Chris Carter. Played the game the right way. Yeah. Played hard. You know, went hard when, you know, when you needed somebody to put the team on their back, he's that guy. Yep. You, you know, um, I, I think like him being in COVID protocol now, having all this off time, you know, let the, let the, the Jazz and um, uh, who are they playing? This is a, a Jazz and Clippers. Let the Jazz yeah. and Clippers, you know, let them cannibalize each other. You right. know, let them run up and down the court. You know, the Suns are just sitting back, just chilling, resting up, practicing. That's I would love to do. see a Suns and Hawks just because I like. I think that would be so much fun. It really that would be. That would be a fun seven-game series, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, because it's it's not your prototypical power basketball. It would be it would be a lot of running, a lot of a lot of layups, a lot of shooting. It's it's more of a shooters. Those two teams are just pure shooters. Shooters. Right. You know, they shoot the ball uh better than anybody. Yeah. Um you know, are the 76ers cursed? I think so. <laughs> I think so too. I think so. Because I mean, uh, I just Again, where's their heart in the playoffs? They're not. I've been, they're they're putting too much on Ben Simmons, and he's not playing. Uh, right. it, but Ben Simmons, I heard this. I heard this on ESPN. Um, not to cut you off, sorry. You uh, but I heard this on ESPN or CBS or whatever one of those sports talk stations. You know, Ben Simmons isn't that guy who can take over a game. Mm-mm. He's he's not. You know, no. he doesn't have that he doesn't have that mamba personality. He doesn't have that killer instinct. He's a facilitator. He's more of the Scotty Pippen type, I think. Yeah. You know, where he needs he needs to find his Michael Jordan. But he's know? not even he's not even the second person on the team right now. Seth Curry is the set is the number two guy on the team right now. And right. Ben Simmons, if he's not gonna obviously if you're not gonna be number one, you have to be number two, but he's not accepting of the role that he's not number one. And he needs to build up the team, and he's and he's not, and that's why the 76ers are not going to win, right? And you, you know, like you just think of like they had Allen Iverson, and they couldn't get it done with AI. You know, they, um, you know, then they were crap for how many years, and all of a sudden they're, you know, they 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 finally start building a team, and now they have this they have this good core group of guys, but they're just I, like the. Uh, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, they just don't have that killer instinct when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, teams like that get exposed in the playoffs. Right. You, you know. What are the um, worst franchises, your take on every, on the four major sports, the worst, the number last, whatever it is, uh, franchise? The four worst in all, in, in all four sports? Give me, in all um, four sports, the worst franchise. Ottawa Senators. You pick them over the Sabres? 
Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Their their owner's a piece of shit. That dude. That dude lives in, lives on an island nation, so he doesn't have to pay luxury taxes on his team. That's true. That, that guy doesn't care, doesn't give two shits about hockey. Right. And you know, Ottawa fans, they're loyal. They yeah. are so very loyal. Yeah. I mean, they they love their team to death, and the product they get on the ice is not deserving of what they uh, 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 of what you know what their fans deserve. And um, like that, that owner has been sued so many times. I can't think of his name right now. Um, Didn't he give he, out uh, empty McDonald's gift cards? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me look this up. Ottawa Senators owner. You can edit this out, right? The Ottawa Senators I can. Eugene Melnick. Eugene Melnick, yeah. That I probably won't edit shit. it out just to make it awkward for you because it's your first podcast with me, so I might just keep it open just so it's awkward. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's how I go. Right. Uh, okay, so you put the Senators last for hockey. Who's the worst baseball? Worst in baseball? Colorado Rockies, believe it or not. I would yeah, you're going, are, you, are you going off just this season for them, or are you going off the franchise as a whole? I'm going off the franchise as a whole. Okay. Because they're, they've been so middle of the row. Yeah. Middle of the road to bottom third. I mean, minus the one year where they went to the, you know, Rocktober, where they went to the playoffs, right. you know, where they went to the World Series and got swept by, uh, got thumped by the Red Sox. Yeah. They really, they, they, they have no loyalty to anybody. And it shows in their, 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 uh, their decisions, you know, their decisions off the field. Like there's, in, there is in no world that if the Giants had, a player like Arenado that they would let that guy go for any amount of money for any player, you know, ever. There's no way you would let him go. Right. And Arenado just saw the writing on the wall and said, I've had enough of this franchise. I'm done with this. I want to go elsewhere. And I don't blame him for wanting out, you know. Um, you know, when people say, well, uh, it's not a pitcher-friendly ballpark, Cincinnati gives up more home runs per season than Coors Field does. Right. You know? <laughs> so it's not the ballpark. It's the organization. Yep. Um, you know, that's my National League pick. If I had to pick an American League team, odd. Who would I pick? I'd pick uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay, I mean, they're, they're, they've they're been better recently. They're leading their division right now. Yeah. I mean, they're like, like their best team in all baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, up until like recently, they're uh, you know what? I just changed my mind. I'm gonna oh. go two National League teams, Florida Marlins. Even though they have two championships, they're still a horrible franchise. They're a horrible franchise to work for. I like what you, you, you said know? about Arenado because uh, that's huge. But mine were I was stuck between the Marlins and the Mariners. Yeah, I mean, Mariners. That fan base deserves so much better. How do you have? The greatest, one of the greatest pitchers of you know the generation we grew up grew up in, in Randy Johnson, and you have a hundred and six win season. Yeah, whoop de doo. Yep, yep. Okay, I mean, uh, football. I'm Cleveland Browns. Yep, <laughs> that's right. easy. It's that's easy, easy to brag on the Browns. Yep, Browns or Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars. I honestly think the Jaguars uh, could be moved internationally. I'm excited to see the Jaguars this year just because I want to see Trevor Lawrence and Tim Tebow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be exciting. Like 
like I think uh, Tim Tebow, you know, and I hate I just gonna go there. I don't judge Kaepernick for his beliefs. I think it's awesome he has a belief system. He he's allowed to believe whatever he wants to believe. He's a horrible quarterback. Yeah. Period. I agree. That's why he's not in the league. Yeah. He's not in the league because why would you want him as a backup quarterback? Well, that's like know? Michael Vick. Michael Vick, once you figured him out, he wasn't a good quarterback right. anymore. Exactly. Once you figured out Kaepernick that all he has is his run, which is the great thing, that's right. all you have. Right. But, I mean, that's that's whatever. Um, what about basketball? Basketball? <laughs> you know, um I mean, the Warriors have been inept for so how many were inept for how many years growing up as kids? Yeah, you know, yeah. were so terrible. I was, you know, I was uh, uh, excited to see the Warriors win their their uh, their championship, but I think it's the Kings, the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Kings have been just they're just so middle of the row. Like like I said before, they're they're not even middle of the row. They're like bottom feeders. See, I was stuck between the Kings and the Hornets. Yeah, I mean the Hornets. The Hornets have a bright future. I think. I think 100%. the Hornets are finally starting to turn their turn their their season around um, with you know Lamelo Ball. I yep. think Ball's. A, I think he's going to be a good shooter if they can build if they can build around him, get him the support that he needs. I think that the Hornets could be good in the East because the East is still pretty 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 shitty. Yeah. you know, uh, yeah. compared. I think the West is still the better the harder of the two divisions to play in. Yep. Um, but I think they're, I think honestly they're turning it around uh, with, you know, just with, you know, having Michael as their executive. Cause Michael knows, you know, I think he knows a little bit about how to build a team because he practically, you know, Phil Jackson didn't have to do much with, you know, the teams he had. Right. I mean, it was all Michael Jack, Michael, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson <laughs> played Michael basketball? <laughs> 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 Michael, it was all Michael Jordan, you know, just telling the guys what to do and they did it. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, you know, um, yeah, I would say, I would say the Kings, honestly, for me, it'd be the Kings of basketball. Um, yeah. So the last thing I'll bring up, uh, cause we're going to do this weekly so that way we okay. can have, we can minimize what we're going to talk about with either minimize, actually it could be maximized with, uh, the sports. We can just focus on whatever we're going to do. I saw this today and I was kind of chuckling at it that Zion Williamson and his family are unhappy with the Pelicans for not accommodating him on the court. They're not building a team around him. I laughed at it because he's been <laughs> in the league for two years. Right. You don't, you, you have no, I don't care what sport you play. You have to pay your dues kid. Yeah. You know, you have to pay your dues on a shit team. You have to prove that you're the guy they can build around. I don't even think the Pelicans are that shitty. He hasn't proved it. He's been hurt and had cool. (laughs) Right. So he's already trying to get out of, he's already trying to get out of there. Um, He'll probably go, if he goes anywhere, I can see him going to Memphis. Yeah, and uh, that would be a killer combo with him and Morant, but we'll see how it goes. Right. So, yeah. Well, yeah, dude, it's... this was uh, this was fun. I'm gonna keep it probably like an hour today, and then we can uh, figure out a day that works, and then we can start recording this shit regularly and keep uh, up to date on news and scores and playoffs and shit. Because I mean, hockey's over, not yet, but right. it's gonna be. Um, so it's going to be fun to go into the, the nitty gritty of baseball. Yeah. Um, 
I'm really hoping Arizona loses tonight just to tie that record. They 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 did. They lost. They lost already. I've even checked. They lost ten to three. No, they they uh they broke the record actually. Oh, they broke it. <laughs> yeah, they broke the record. <laughs> uh, how many years was it? What'd you say it was a hundred and what? Hundred and thirty-one years. Fucking it. I'm for it. <laughs> they set the modern record. Like it's. I just um no the record they broke was they're the first team in 131 years uh to have multiple uh losing streaks of 13 games or more nice <laughs> i like it fucking that's egg. bad that's really know? bad that's really bad so how do you think the baseball the last question how, how do you think the baseball season ends who do you who who wins the division who makes the playoffs who's out long term so who wins and goes to the series and who wins the series altogether? Uh, just just makes playoff teams. Oh, shit. I don't know, dude. This is a hard one right now. Right? Because <laughs> um, we're only halfway through the fucking season as it is. Right? Okay. Um, I think my bias is going to show. I'm saying Oakland is going to take the West. Yeah. Um, however, Houston is their... That's their thorn. Um, I'm going to remain with Tampa Bay winning the East. I think Cleveland's going to come out and win the Central out of the American. I think Giants are going to take West. I think Milwaukee is going to take Central. And I was going to say Atlanta was going to take the East, but after that whole Ozuna shit's going on, they're done. Um, I'm going with... The Mets, dark horse, huh? I'm gonna go dark horse, dude. They're gonna they're gonna ride it. Yeah. Um, but I I foresee a World Series being as of right now. If it were to start tomorrow, a Battle of the Bay World Series. You know, I I can see that happening, but the A's have to get past their number one nemesis, the first round of the playoffs. One hundred percent. <laughs> that that's that's the biggest part. Um, right. Beating Chicago for the for the playoff win um, was was huge. Um, yeah. And then we were America's team to beat Houston, and we didn't. Um, I think that if they can do that, they will be the American team to go to the World Series. But yeah. just like the Giants, uh, they need a better closer, right? And or another starter to bump people around out of the rotation. We have Rosenthal, but he's injured. He was our great. Right. He was the closure we got from San Diego, which would have been fucking huge. But right. we can only go so far with you know Romo being the setup guy and and all that. But it's it's whatever. I think that if they can get a closer at the trade I, deadline, it'll be fine. Did you say Romo? I did say Romo. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. I love him so much. He's, a, he's, he's good. so much fun to watch. He is. But he has one pitch. Just. One. <laughs> That's it, hundred percent. Um, Who do you take? What do what do what do you got going on with with baseball? What's what's your take? You know, I think, yeah. Looking at the standings, I think the Braves are the Braves are done. Um, you know, I think it's gonna be. I think in the I go. I'm gonna start National League because I'm a National League guy. Uh, I think in the East, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna see the Phillies. I think the Phillies uh, overtake the Mets in the last week of the season. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cubs. Uh, I'm gonna go Cubs over the Brewers, and then honestly, 
I, I don't know. As of right now, I don't know if the Giants have enough arms to compete with the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers are still the crown jewel of yeah. the NL West right now. I think if if the Giants in the if, at the trade deadline, the Giants pick up one more arm in the rotation and throw Cueto in the bullpen, I think the Giants take the division, and I think the Giants, um, you know, the magic between Crawford, Belt, and Posey leading that leading that team i think they can go to the world series with this team um i think the dodgers will be i think either you know it's a safe bet to say that the giants the dodgers and the padres all three of those teams easily could make are going to make the playoffs it doesn't really matter what order they're in because all three teams i think are good enough to make the playoffs right um in the american league i'm gonna go i think tampa i think tampa is the better team Right. Uh, uh, I think the White Sox still have a lot to prove, and I, I agree with your pick with the Indians. I think the Indians take the White Sox, and I think the White Sox get a wild card spot. Yeah. Um, just because that's where they're at in their development. Um, and then I think the A's do take the West, but I think that's going to be a it's going to be a tight race all the way down the line. You know, they can't the A's cannot let up. No. Uh, during the season, like you just can't. You yeah. have to keep firing on all cylinders just you, you know like my dad always said just win two out of three that's all you need to do win two-thirds that's of your games that's all you it. have to do exactly you know uh but you know uh yeah i think the indians i think the indians uh they're the more solid team but the more proven team at this point chicago's still very very young yep. uh i don't think la russa's i don't I, I didn't understand the la russa hiring just because of whatever like yeah. really <laughs> yeah you hired that guy cool <laughs> right <laughs> so no i don't i don't think that, that that's going to pan out for them i think it's going to be uh my money actually dude if the a's don't go uh that far i really hope san diego does i yeah. just like i just like tatis man i i really i really want i like you know like i i i'm a baseball purist but I don't like unwritten rules. Like, yeah. why can't you admire a home run, admire your work? You know, when you do a good job at something, don't you take a step back and look at it and go, that was pretty cool, you know? Yep. Like yep. when Yastrzemski smacked that uh, grand slam in the uh, bottom of the eighth, like, you know, he stood there and he looked at it, you know, and he dropped the bat and, you know, you know, ran around the bases. Yeah. I, I, I want more of that. Yep. You know, show up the pitcher, you, you know, bring that style of baseball back. Yep. No, and that I like Tatis. I like him. I think he's a he's a good, solid player. I think Machado, uh, Machado, he's bought into the system. Uh, I would love to see the Padres go deep, but if it comes down to it, I got to be a homer. And let's go Giants. Right, right. Which is that's okay. That's okay. You that's know. Okay. So yeah. Fucking a. Well, thank you, bro. Right? Uh, we'll be setting this up again, and then we'll uh, we'll probably set it up. Um, after this round is done with hockey, and then we'll touch okay. more on that, and then we'll we'll go from there. Sounds good. All right, y'all. All right, man. Later. Bye.